Welcome to Circle Take, the podcast where we try to decide whose opinion to leave on the cutting room floor. My name's Jaden, and today I'm joined by some of the other members of our production company, Edit Bay 3, Jack, Justice, and Jordan. What's up, guys? Excited to kick this thing off? Very excited. Let's get to it. Glad to hear it, Jordan. Justice, how we feeling? Great. Feeling great. It's been a long time in the making. Jack. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just ready to argue about some movies and stuff, you know? To start off, why why is this bad boy called Circle Take? Uh, any any guesses? I mean, we all know why it's called Circle Take. Why don't you explain it to us <laughs> so the audience knows? All right. It's called Circle Take because uh, on a film set, the script supervisor um, documents and keeps a running log of notes um, for what's good in a take, what goes wrong in a take when you're filming an individual scene. That way, by the end of uh, the recording of a scene, uh, the director ultimately chooses one to be circled, and that's the circle take. It's the best one, and it's those notes are then handed off to the editor, and the editor has a great jumping-off point and a place to start when they get to editing that scene and trying to cut it together. Well, uh, that's what Circle Take is, but what's Circle Take the podcast? Well, each week we're going to be taking a look at a different movie and debating it until we can definitively determine who has the worst opinion. Today, we're going to be talking about James Cameron's latest movie to pass a billion dollars in the box office, Avatar 2. Gang, how confident are you that you're not going to have the worst opinion on this one? Personally, I I feel like it's pretty safe to say I'm not going to have the worst take here. I know Jack's going to have the worst take. I don't think. I know Jack's going to have the worst take. I think I'll be in the middle. Take. I think me and Justice <laughs> okay. will be in the middle. Jane, you'll probably be at the top because you, you, you really love the movie. And Jack's going to like really shit on the movie. That's for sure. Yeah, but the whole point is the no, the most negative one is not automatically the worst take, and that's not how y'all got to look that's at true. it. That's true. That's true, but I do think your take is going to be the worst. It's not necessarily, you know, who has the worst opinion, but if, if you can't defend it, if it's if it's based on nothing and you have I think me and Jordan will have the logic. same Probably. I think Jordan will have the same take, but mine will be more well thought out. I think oh, so, I don't think oh, it'll so be that means more you well think, thought out. Okay. I just think it'll be on a more intense level than what I really care about yes but i have spent a lot more time thinking about this <laughs> let's start off by running through each of our experiences with the film typically i think what we'll do is whoever suggests the movie will kick off this portion but you know since this is our first go around and we all kind of collectively picked this movie i think i'll go ahead and start just to kind of demonstrate you know the style if that's all right with you guys I'll, it's okay i'll let it happen sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm not cool with it in the future, but I'll, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> I'm going to start off, I guess, by talking a bit about my experience with Avatar 1. I might be one of the only people who didn't make it out to see Avatar 1 when it was in theaters. I was alive and everything, and I just, I just didn't make it out there. It feels like every baby from here to Timbuktu went and saw that movie, but my, my parents didn't drag me out. Must have been the weird hair sex scene or something. I'm not sure. Um, it's always kind of like been the one movie I wish I got to go see in theaters, but I saw it on a, a stunning display, um, which was the back of like a car seat headrest on a road trip and just wasn't too blown away. I don't, I don't think that spectacle of a movie was meant to be watched on a car seat headrest, but you know, that's how I went about my first viewing. It gives a character. Um, so I, I really didn't love this movie for a long time. I didn't see why it was special, uh, the first Avatar. Um, 
And I was not excited at all for Avatar 2 when they first announced it. Like, I thought there were going to be some cool technological advances, but I didn't necessarily, like, get hyped about the plot or anything. Um, but then, like, as the release got a little bit closer, I decided I was going to rewatch and revisit Avatar 1. Uh, and I watched it for the second time ever. Um, probably, I don't know, I was on a, a road trip, probably in elementary or middle school when I first watched it. And now, like, a senior in college is probably when I watched it for the second time. And yeah, the second time I watched it on a bit of a bigger screen and I loved it. I felt like it what must have it what it must have felt like to watch it in theaters for the first time like i felt like i was on pandora everyone had talked about that for so long but i'd never really like experienced it i guess or gotten the hype really actually it was junior year of college i watched it because then um like my my family went to disney world over the summer and i got to go to the pandora land in disney world and then yeah, then I was in. I was in. At that point, like, I had not only, like, seen Pandora on the big screen, I'd seen it in real life, and it was game over. I, I was a full-on Avatar head. Like, I, I like the vibes. I, I think, I think uh, the visuals can't be beaten. And, you know, that, that Avatar experience in Animal Kingdom really just set it, set it up for me. I went and saw it with my girlfriend opening day. I, I thought... Like, my expectations were through the roof, to be honest. It had been, like, what, 14 years since the first one came out. Um, and I, I was just ready to go back to Pandora. I was, I was ready for my redemption of missing the first one in theaters and was just gassed up and ready to watch that second one. So um, we, we made sure to watch it, like, get tickets to the screening with, like, the varied frame rate, the variable frame rate. Um and I was pretty excited about that because I'd never heard of like them trying to do two separate frame rates on the same screen at the same time with different elements in uh, the image. I thought I thought it was a super cool concept um, that with, you know, all the technical technological advances of being able to film underwater and all that stuff. I, I was just amped. Um, and then I saw it. Um, we sat down, we watched it. The, the 3D on this movie is just crazy. It was ridiculous. It's the best 3D I've ever seen in a movie, period. Um, and I, I, I felt like I was on Pandora. I keep saying that, but really, really, I did. And like when I left the theater, I was just like, well, that movie could have been six hours long and I would have stayed there just as long. And you know, James Cameron's talking about the first cut of the third one's nine hours, and I'm I'm just here to say, sign me up. That that sounds crazy. Um, I don't ever want to leave. Um, but uh, yeah, I I thought I thought it was good. I thought it lived up to all of my expectations, technologically speaking. Um, the story, however, um, though I think it's way better than the first one is a little simplistic but i don't necessarily think that is why people watch avatar i think people watch the avatar movies for the escapism for being on pandora and for like 
the spectacle of it. I think that's a lot of the appeal of, appeal of Avatar. I think that's always been a lot of the appeal of Avatar. Um, so I, I, I didn't really dock it too many points for the story being simple. Um, it spends a lot of time uh, doing character development for some people who I felt like were really lacking in the first one. Um, particularly like uh, Korich. I thought I thought his arc in this one was much more compelling than the first one. He felt super stagnant. That was one of my like big grievances with the first one, the first time I saw it. I just thought he was lame, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but in this one, I think taking him and like making him an avatar gave him like a really cool, um, like, I don't know, it's a cool concept. Korich, I thought, was like way better in this movie. I really, really liked um, how they chose to like, you know, he didn't remember how he died. I thought that was a cool thing. And there's that really cool moment where like he sees the arrow in like human him's corpse and recognizes that it's Natiri's arrow. And that's super sick. Like Natiri's character was kind of disappointing in this one. They kind of glossed over her too much. That's kind of like... A big problem I have with this movie is it, it picked and chose a little too much who to give character development to. Like, we spend a lot of time um, with Nateum, uh, the the kid who uh, meets the, the, I think they're the, the Tolkien? Are those the whales, gang? Do we know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, what's going on? Post-production Jaden here, jumping in to make a clarification. Uh, yeah, the rest of this podcast, we kind of confidently mess up the names of the two sons. Um, so just to jump in and clarify here, despite what we say, the older brother's name is Nateum and the younger brother is Loak. So laugh at us and our misfortune and our mispronunciation and yeah we'll do better next time to be more accurate the entire way through i really liked the whale arc um i think it was like an interesting emotional side journey to go on i was really not knowing where this movie was gonna go so focusing on the kids was uh really great in my opinion um it was a good subversion of expectations because i didn't know how else they were going to continue the story forward um i really don't like though that they gave all the screen time to Nateum and really just made Loak kind of like the older brother figure and it just seemed kind of obvious that he was gonna die to me based on how little screen time they were giving him um I I think the stuff with Kiri is pretty interesting uh I don't think I can really talk too much about where it's gonna go from here Horich they they really just kind of dropped the ball on his character at the end I felt like um and it it felt too predictable I kind of wish they killed him off I don't like necessarily the idea of letting him be like a long-term villain but if they're gonna do that I think it was really great that we got as much glimpse into character development for him as we did in this one if they're gonna make him long-term which I mean they made that decision they're gonna do that um and he and Spider's dynamic is cool, I think, even though I do think the character of Spider is a little annoying. And this mostly, I think, just comes down to the fact that I don't think James Cameron 
should be writing dialogue for teenagers. He's like, bro, bruh, like the whole movie. And it, it was just weird. I <laughs> there, There is one scene that made me laugh where- Which one? It's exactly what you're talking about. It's where they're, they all, it's in the beginning when they, when Spider, um, Kiri, and one of the sons, they're all hanging out. And they're talking about how Kiri was born or whatever, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. who, like, got her pregnant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, sometimes it's better not to know who your dad was. <laughs> and oh. he's all like, it's quiet, and he's like, whatever. I was like, yeah. what? Okay. Yeah, that... Like, all right, let's kinda, this is kind of bad. <laughs> man, man, that, that brings up another point. That is, uh, I think the exposition is so heavy at the beginning that, like, the scenes that are exposition filled are just a little clunky and maybe that's because avatar just has like the widest audience appeal of all time and they're trying to just make sure that everybody understands what's happening um and it's not gonna like be lost on any audience member exactly what's happening whether you're six or a hundred i i think the writing could have been a little stronger i'm giving james cameron the benefit of the doubt and thinking that maybe it's intentionally that way and uh it's being done since we're hearing an english translation of the navi language that's why it feels a little clunky that's the explanation that i'm giving james cameron the benefit of the doubt of but i feel like with as much money as this made i don't need to be giving him the benefit of the doubt and i think it could have just been less clunky um now that again isn't to me what avatar is about it's not necessarily about a super tight story it's not necessarily about um an overly complicated thing with you know oscar winning dialogue uh it's about the spectacle and it's about pushing technology and um showcasing this alien world and like the most gorgeous way possible with a story that is compelling enough to take you through a journey through this land um so i like it for that reasons even though i have those issues with it so my my firm opinion is that it's a flawed movie but i don't think that stops it from being a masterpiece of visual achievement i'm gonna pass the torch over to jack now so he can give us uh you know, kind of the same rundown of his experience with it. Jack, talk us through first your thoughts on Avatar 1 and then take us in there on your journey. Uh, Okay, so I saw Avatar 1 when I was 9 or 10. I can't remember. Um, I saw it with my dad in the theater and then everybody at school talked about it the next day. The battle scene in that movie I still don't think has been beat and it still has, in my opinion, the best opening of any movie ever. Um. Mm just genius music genius editing the forest is immediately juxtaposed with space in like one of the most incredibly well-made sci-fi uh interstellar vehicles that's ever been made um i'm a huge fan of the of the uh isv venture star if you know the name of it um which they totally butchered in the second movie but we'll get there i felt absolutely bamboozled by number two uh, not only because everyone was telling me, oh, it's actually really good. You're actually going to like it. Because, I mean, I always kind of felt like it might not be that great. Um, because, you know, sequels and especially middle parters, like, in series are never as good. Um, but, um, so the marketing 
was pretty weirdly low key. Uh, the trailer was one of the worst reveal trailers I've ever seen. Horribly put together. The opening somehow, somehow they went from creating the best opening in film to creating one of the worst. It's the laziest way that you could reintroduce Avatar. Imaginable. Completely unoriginal. Starts with the same shot we started the first movie on, which kind of sets the tone for the whole movie. Yeah, there's a lot of reused homage here that is not really appropriate. Um, second shot, absolute a, a corporate masterpiece if anything it's a shot of home tree or at least something that looks like home tree and not only that but they've got the ikran flying through it and not only that but it has to screech as if it's like an eagle screeching to the sound of freedom in like an america ad or something it's horrendous <laughs> um the vo is i mean it's a vo it's not great it's fine um i if I have to give it a positive, I kind of like how they lean into the fact that his simple return to monkey life kind of thing is fulfilling for him. And I think that's a really interesting, you know, thought and philosophical point of view. Um, mm -hmm. So I like that. Um, I love the way I think they've done such better character and visual work on Jake. I think he's fantastic in this movie. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like the whole family thing. I think it's kids are pretty cool even if you can't tell them apart to save your life because they didn't bother making them visually distinct um I agree with that and and so then the uh you know the humans start coming back and they arrive in a whole bunch of uh isvs uh you know from the first movie so they show up um listen i'm i feel like my disclaimer is that there are things I probably don't understand about this movie because I didn't, like, do huge digging into these things, but I'm just going to talk about the way they hit me when I watched it. Okay, your opinion. So, first of all, the ISV is a very... It's a it's one of those space structures, since there's no wind resistance or gravity in space, it's very long and spindly, and it's got a bunch of heavy sections in it, but it doesn't matter because of, you know, space. They force that thing into the atmosphere which looks like a horrendous misuse of the design. Um, I absolutely don't think that that kind of thing would ever go into an atmosphere, but it shoots <laughs> right into the atmosphere, um, not breaking somehow, even though it looks like a, it looks like a spider web. Um, this is where the movie, <laughs> I'm telling you, is this that part, where you were like, Oh, this, this part is, is where I was like, this, this movie is no, this movie is not it chief. Um, they pull double duty on clearing a landing zone by shooting their um, decelerator thrusters into the planet to burn down, like, miles and miles and miles of wildlife and forest. And then minutes later, we're told, oh, this is the fragile only hope for humanity to survive a dying Earth. Oh, yeah, let's just, like, start one of the biggest forest fires imaginable. Yeah, just to, just to get some evil imagery juxtaposing you know the the good people with the the mechs walking out of the ship hey, horrendously hey, hey. stupid hey 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 but if um, you don't do that you don't get that awesome wide shot of natiri and jake watching this is not cinema this is brain dead dim-witted i don't know um anyway i'm arguing that it's a spectacle movie so that works for me and you a really spectacle doesn't have intro. i do a spectacle doesn't have to happen at the cost of the, the movie's integrity it was um, spectacle and that's what stupid. i think happened here it was spectacly stupid. Um, anyway, anyway, so... And I watched this again a couple of nights ago to make sure I was all caught up on everything. Um, 
I don't know, Spider was fine. I and I told Jaden this. I actually kind of liked how they leaned into Natiri's um like learned racism after the what happened in the last movie and she really doesn't like him and she almost ends up killing him. Um I think that'll set up some actual interesting things in later movies. Mm-hmm. Um other than that, Spider was like, okay. The colonel coming back was kind of neat. I thought it was kind of funny. Like how all the Marines came back and they were blue. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny in a weird way. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, and but I found it kind of funny. I, I actually Hoorah. really enjoyed that aspect of it. But yeah, we'll I, I, I did like later. the blue Marines. Um, So I thought that was good. Okay, next strike. Strike two. Um, If there were any less than like 20 strikes in this movie, but here's strike two. Um, there's a part very early when the humans have come back they've they've set up their operations um they're they're you know doing like the mining and they're trying to colonize and like you know tame the frontier as the lady said um they 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 set up like a maglev train system and i guess it's to like it's to deliver weapons i think so there's like cargo in it um the navi and jake they hit it um, to you know cause logistical damage but also to get some weapons and they just murk everybody there they slaughter them out of nowhere and the most heroic music in the world is playing and i'm sitting there with a horrified look on my face like this movie is trying to get me pumped about them just coming and slaughtering these railway worker dudes like they they massacre them and then they take the guns and i was like that was horrifically tonally inappropriate, but all right, if this is like a, a human killing kink movie, I can, I can kind of get on board, I guess. Um, so, so we, uh, you know, we continue with that and I'm like, all right, so that's what we're doing here, but at least they're doing more with the Colonel, you know, they go to the water people, which I kind of find it a little lazy that they literally, like, I love the blue alien thing. And I like the, I kind of like the, you know, vaguely native American thing. But whenever they do the whole, you know, vaguely. Pacific, well, yeah, vaguely. vaguely, but you know, whenever they do like the Pacific Islander native thing for like the water people, I'm like, okay, they're just taking earth tribes and painting them blue right down to the tattoos. Um, yeah, it, it's like, it literally looked like Dwayne Johnson after Moana. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, okay. And so it's, it's, um, and so... Yeah, they get, they go to the water people. They do this whole second act with a whale that I don't really find that great. Um, hey, the the whale stuff and all the water stuff is a hundred percent. It looks good, but that works for ten minutes, and then I'm not impressed by the visuals. And then I've got to just rely on the story, which I found kind of slow. I don't think okay. it justified its three hour runtime nearly. But um, but the the scene where they're riding those water creatures for the first time. And yeah, that's kind of cool, but that's just Banshee scene part two. But yes, yeah. technically it was kind of fun. But this whole this movie time. is like I I'm I'm just saying it had it had even more um knockoff scenes of the first one than I was expecting and that kind of put me off um right down to the musical cues which were beat by beat the same. Mm. Um and so, you know, basically they do the whole middle act thing. The whole thing with Sigourney Weaver kid is really weird and I'm still I still don't know what's up with that. I think it was very poorly set up and yeah. I don't think it goes anywhere and freaking avatar still can't decide if it wants to show nipples or not. Like it will kind of sometimes, but then it mostly <laughs> won't. And we I don't know answers. Yeah. And Come I don't on, know Cameron. how, how that works with like the, the 
MPAA or like whoever it is that writes the movies. Are Navi um, nipples okay or not? We yeah, like if, if it's so gonna be okay, then show, show it, and if it's not, so then don't. Bad. Um, but like, I'm sure that I am probably getting this part wrong. But I watched it scene for scene, and regardless of any additional context, this is how it hit me. Um, is it Natayim or whichever one befriends the whale? He befriends the whale the whale's a traitor because he goes against the whale code of you know pacifism basically like they don't kill anybody um the the leader i i don't remember his name either the leader of the water people the guy um the, the leader of the water people um mm-hmm. is that uh, tonawari yeah uh, that's probably tonawari it. something like that he explains he explains how important it is to that culture or that species um, he explains their whole philosophy, not killing, even if it's justified because killing only leads to more killing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then and then somehow on a dime, whether or not it's consistent, it didn't feel that way when I watched it. When we get to the battle, he literally says, these these trespassers, they killed the Tukun, they must die. And it's just like such a flip from him, v- like vitally defending their pacifism regardless of anything just moments earlier and it was really weird and it hit me weird in the theater and I was like, what um anyway uh so yeah, it's like my moral code is so important but actually it's not so let's just go but ahead. actually we've got to kill we got to kill these guys um the 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 brain juice was really cool but honestly they should have not done unobtainium in the first one they should have always done brain juice because now it's just kind of weird it's just like another weird red herring kind of thing right down to defeating the colonel they use the same music mm. but the scene is worse than the first one the first the first movie scene of killing the colonel was fantastic in the second one they rip off the music um he's just choking him out i guess underwater i was very unimpressed with how they dealt with that the he end. lives he gets saved and then <laughs> i remember saying in the theater you know and then uh uh the kid dies um, hey, yeah, okay, that spoiler was cool. alert. Kid dies, and then I'm thinking... No, I said out loud in the theater. So the only thing that happened in this movie is Jake lost a kid, and now we're back where we started. Colonel's still coming after him. They're still on the run. We're just down one kid who I don't even remember because he wasn't characterized very well. But but happiness is no longer simple. That's the arc. It goes from Okay, we'll to get to the arc. ending. Don't you worry. <laughs> That whole end scene when Naturi like finds out the kid died and then goes on that rampage mm-hmm. is just—it's so sick. It's like, Come yeah, with, that, so she's a that, sad that, mom. That but was she badass that mode. was pretty all right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you and making me yeah, feel so good about my opinion. We 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 get a vo at the end and then again they in the most cringy fashion possible they rip off the ending shot of the first one in the same way in the second one with the zoom in to the eye thing and then the open eye and then the bump bump and then they do the credits and I was like ugh and then they're going to end every movie that way I know and I am not excited for it um but okay Damn. so I've thought about this a little bit more <laughs> um I I've been trying to figure out this movie from like a thematic point of view so um you've got the aliens but the aliens I think thematically are like they represent a more virtuous, purer form of humanity, kind of, even because they're remotely based on humans. Um, 
so you've got the natives, which represent, you know, the good, pure part of humanity. And then on the villain side, you've got the humans who represent the evil, greedy side of humanity. The weird thing about that, though, is that the aliens, although representing humanity, are incredibly based off of a single minority. And that is really freaking weird. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think kind of makes it low-key. It makes it low-key racist in a weird backwards way. Um, I don't like how there is zero nuance to any of that. Um, I think that the RDA, which is the human faction, is incredibly cool. And I would be on their side any day of the week. Um, because, not because of how they're portrayed in the movie, but because I think that it's such a hilarious caricature of anything in that situation and I think it does injustice to the very cool design of the humans and all of the stuff that they have like they're really cool spaceships and all of that um especially whenever we get to the part that's with the brain juice and they they throw the thing in there about um oh you you, you don't use the rest of the whale corpse you just take the just take the juice and throw it away not to mention that's I that's not even remotely how it would pan out. That's more of an allegory for the whole natives used to use the whole animal thing versus, you know, the colonizers who just, you know, would take the bones and the meat and then throw the rest away. Um, hilariously ham fisted. And I, I think it treats therefore the audience like they are very stupid, which is not something I like. Um, so I think uh, to sum up, to sum up, I think it is um, vapid, brain dead, and I don't think it is cinema. But I think it is a fun. It was a fun time, a couple of for a couple of moments, even in an ironic way. Um, absolutely not worthy of the Avatar license. It can only go up from here, so I'm looking forward to the third one. That's my wow. take. Wow. Okay. Quite quite the opinion. Uh, Justice, uh, you're next on our slate. Um, run us down. What what do you think, and what are your thoughts, preconceived notions based on Avatar One going into it? So, I like you. I did not. I don't think I saw it in the theater. Um, from what I can remember, I remember just watching it at home, and I remember really liking it. Before I went to see um, Way of Water, I rewatched Avatar to have a you know a fresher uh, view on it and I'm still very impressed by how colorful it was and how good the visual effects are compared to all the movies of that era that use visual effects heavily like it actually has a personality it's colorful and even though it is very very simple and I think the biggest problem with that movie at least for me when I'm watching it are, are all the scenes with the humans because I'm like oh my god this sucks. Let's go back to the cool Pandora shit. Like, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I think a big thing that has to do with my enjoyment of Way of Water, especially was seeing it in the Dolby room um, mm-hmm. at AMC, which is, like, shout out to the Dolby room because it's, like, my favorite room to watch movies in. Um, It's, like, the best projecting, the best sound. Anyways, it's, like, packed theater. Um. I'm with my sister, and we have, like, the best time watching it. it. And the 3D, I will, like, that is the best 3D movie I have ever seen. The 3D technology is crazy. It's ridiculous. And I read up that they had to reinvent the, like, 3D technology just for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because I guess James Cameron wants to do that. He's like, I'm going to make everything amazing. And I really, really liked uh, Way of Water. I would say I even loved it. Um, oh, boy. Just because the visuals are absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. The special effects are absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And everything that... Uh, Jack might disagree with me on this. <laughs> everything that happens in the first Avatar, um, compared to Way of Water, I think is improved upon. Boom. I think the characters are better. Them's five mm-hmm. words. I think Colonel is a better villain. Uh-huh. I think it's better with less human scenes uh-huh. where they're all just like Navi. I was kind of saying that earlier. Like I really like that the you know villains are coming back, but they're in Navi bodies. Mm-hmm. It makes it more interesting um, than having to fight you know mechas or humans in mecha suits. At least for me. Uh, and you know, I thought that ending fight was awesome. And I think that's. I will say I do agree with you, Jaden, that um, Nateri is sorely in the movie a lot less than I'd like her to be. She's such a um, good character, I think. She's got a lot going not on. Only, yeah, not only that, not only is she a great character, but Zoe Salanda that plays her is so good in both movies. Like, she makes both movies. I mean, especially the first one for me. Yeah. Um, She really just plays that character, like, perfectly. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like for example, when she's just like crying when her son is dead, like she really <laughs> sells it and does a great job. And the special effects of the tears, I'm just like, I can't believe this is. I'm like watching this right now. This looks so real. Like it, it's mind blowing seeing that in the theater. Basically, my whole take, my whole argument here is that everything in terms of characters, the depth of the depths of these characters, which isn't like incredibly deep, but Compared to the first movie, it's so much more. And, like, when you compare it to the simpleness of the first movie, mm-hmm. it makes it look way more complex, even though it's not super complex at all. And I know that, like, with... And I can make the argument here that we've both, like... Both of these movies have already been seen by us in other things. Mm-hmm. But they work, okay? Mm-hmm. I think they work well um and i gotta i mean most movies we watch we've probably already seen them like for the most part what do they say there's only seven stories just a bunch of retellings something like that you know it's like like even for example like i saw creed 3 today which is totally unrelated and i'm like these are all like the same movie it's all rocky yeah it's all just it's all rocky like it's it's pretty much generally all the same and, but I think there's definitely enough here to differentiate it from the first one. And I love the whole, like, hour where they're just hanging out with the Water Tribe. Because it lets you hang out with these characters. It let, lets you get to know these characters. And the water is fucking crazy. You're like, Literally. I've never seen water this good. <laughs> like, I've never seen water this blue and clear. You're like, where where can I go to swim with these guys? Like, this looks amazing. It's what water is supposed to and, look like. It's what it's hyped up to be. Yeah, exactly. And I will say, I might bring it down a notch because I think to fully experience and appreciate this movie, you have to see it on a big screen mm. with a huge sound system and maybe even 3D glasses because mm-hmm. I've I watched part of it here 
today at home. And it's still very good, but I think that it's definitely less of an impact because of it's not, you know, in that theater experience, which I think is ultimately why a lot of this resonated with audiences is because, I don't know, you rare like compared to, for example, Marvel movies, like this is a different type of big blockbuster movie, but it's like, the craft of it is so much better and it's pushing boundaries with what our movie technology can do and it's incredible to watch. For sure. And I was enthralled and I thought the last act was awesome. The action scenes were awesome. Um, and I was entertained by it. I'm not saying I need to be, it needs to be the most complex story because it definitely wasn't. I just thought it worked well enough to make my brain feel good mm-hmm. and uh i was impressed entertained i was moved yeah, um, man. i gotta say only criticisms would i don't i don't mind the length like once the movie was over like top 10 saddest moments is like oh i have to go back to real life now literally well this i'm like please let me go back to pandora i'd have to i would agree with jack on one of these things where the in the very beginning when there, I think the introduction's fine because it allows time to hang out with the family for like a little bit before things get started and you're getting introduced to everyone. And it's like, okay, you're like I can roll with this. And I think the time jump allows for that long of an intro mm-hmm. from 14 years or whatever it was. And, what was oh, Kiri. Okay, the introduction of her character. When they say we adopted Kiri and... We don't know where she came from. I was like, okay, like, that <laughs> right? is so not subtle. To, like, that something's so going lazy. on with that. Mm-hmm. I was like, they should have done a better job at least. Like, if it's clear that her character is going to have something, be a big part of these sequels. But right from that very beginning, I was like, okay, something's going on there. And that was not, like, it took me out of the movie. Like, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Jaden explained like, it better when he so... spoiled it to me. Okay, this is like a major character thing that yeah will be played later on but uh, but and i think spider was fine i know there's a lot of criticism on spider but i think he did fine i just after did fine it's just the writing i think he did great yeah like his physicality and what like he did everything i think the best he could i just think the writing was definitely lacking for his character like just the teen writing, except I mean I I mean I I bought the scene where, um, what's uh the younger brother's name? Uh, Loak or no, Loak. that's uh, Natayum is the younger brother. Natayum, where Natayum gets like drawn out to get killed by the whale. Basically, they're like, "Hi, we're we're gonna like come on, bro, we're gonna kill you real quick." <laughs> it's like <laughs> that was a little <laughs> messed up, but um. <laughs> I don't know. We have all seen scenes like that, but it's like, I don't know. I bought it because the well scene was cool after that. Yeah, so great suspense. It, like, took me to a good part of the movie, and it was crazy to see him swim through and watch the whale like try him. Awesome. Not the whale, but whatever it was trying. It was exciting. I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. Basically. Well, that's that's a that's a solid opinion right there, and I'm not just saying that because it sounds somewhat similar to mine. Um, (laughs) so now I'm going to kick it to Jordan. Jordan, same thing goes to you, buddy. What's up? How, what'd you think? 
All right, so I guess I could start out with the first movie, right? Yeah. So first movie, I saw it in theaters with my my dad, and it was phenomenal. It gave me like a sense of wonder that I probably haven't had in my entire life up until that point. You know, I was like, I think it came out, what, 2009, 2008? Yeah, yeah, yep. 2009. Um, me being nine years old, watching that movie, just it was so outstanding it like in my mind it was it was one of those core memories because it looked so real it was so emotionally charged um and it was great i i loved the acting i think the acting in the first movie was beyond better than the second movie um the script was better um i believe that pretty much the movie one was all around better than the second one um Ooh, but, I, I strongly disagree but keep going that's fine that's i've got fine. to agree um but i think and, and the reason i think that now um watching the second movie it felt somewhat shallow um it felt shallow. just don't like don't like family or something what's going no, on no it just I didn't know family's <laughs> dumb it didn't feel like it treated me like an audience member like the first one did um now it was visually stunning it was fantastic but it felt like it was just trying to push out content that's what it felt like um but i do think it was beautiful i think it was it was uh it was a good movie it wasn't a great movie but for context so i watched the movie in theaters 3d dolby sound you know the whole the whole nine um but uh it, it just it wasn't that great in theaters now I'm excited to see what happens in the next movies. Don't get me wrong, but I think that for it being a water movie in a world where none of those creatures exist and they had to recreate reality in that, you know, that environment is phenomenal. Um, now I do think um, some of the characters were subpar. Um, I did not like Spider. Not that I thought he did a terrible job. I actually think. You know, the character concept itself is cool. Um, and I think it, it felt like the actor was acting. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was watching an actor portray a role uh, because the script no for, way. His, for his script, it was not the best. Um, he was the majority, him and I think it was the younger brother uh, were the majority of the ones that were throwing out the, yeah, bro, that was crazy, bro. Wow, let's uh you remember when this happened, bro? Like that that just was so boring and felt like uh, you know that meme where it's Steve Buscemi in high school with the <laughs> Hello fellow kids. Hello fellow kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like. It felt so like, wow, this is totally an old man writing children's roles. Um and that was that was uh took me out of it. It took me out of the caring about those characters, um, because it felt like it was not giving the proper um, emotional depth that kids deserve, in my opinion. Uh, kids are so much more emotionally in, in tune um, and understand things far more than what Hollywood uh, kind of portrays. The, like well, At least with that movie, it made them look like they were just, you know, uh, dumb kids getting in fights. And, and, and again, with, with the, the bullying aspect, like... Um, it it was kind of a very carry moment 
You know, hey, let's go out swim with these whales. Uh, let me leave you behind so you can die. <laughs> like, okay, Carrie, that's Carrie. Um, I didn't hate the the whole, um, you know, bonding with the animal thing. I thought that was amazing. I thought like the fact uh-huh. that they made animals intelligent enough to communicate with language. That's awesome. You really don't see that in movies except for Planet of the Apes. And those movies are great. Um, and they communicated in such a unique way that I thought was, um, they actually took the time to figure that out. And, and which goes to show that James Cameron cares way more about aquatic life than he does about human characters. He made me care more about a whale than he did about a child dying. It wasn't the best. It wasn't better than the first, but um, I did like it. Um, I'm ready for the next one. Now, I do think the last 30 minutes, it was a very long fight, very long. Um, They like, basically, they went to the ship and the ship fell and then they had to go away from the ship. And then, oh, wait, we still have to go back to the ship. Okay, let's go back to the ship and fight. Okay, now we can leave the ship. Okay, we actually have to go back under the ship because someone's trapped under the ship. It was a lot of ship stuff. And yeah, that's what James Cameron does very best. Titanic. I know. Water I know. and but it was that it was just <laughs> hard to like it was hard to follow at a certain point. I was like, okay, we're we're still on this ship. I'm waiting for more things to happen. Sounds to me like you got the gist uh, but it got boring. I know it got boring. I know you liked that well scene though during the fight. Come on. Uh which part? Where it jumps the, out. Where the whale no. jumps out. Oh, dude, morning. that was sick. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, oh, come whole, on, that was sick. a whole Willy moment. That was crazy. Um, I, I did the like the whole thing. It was like, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, now I did like the. Uh, they showed the act of killing the the whale species. I thought that was cool, and the hunting and the the toll it took on the hunters to kill such intelligent animals. I thought that was very cool. Um, it showed depth in even the bad, um, the worst people in that movie, which my opinion were the ones that were exploiting the animals. Um, I don't even necessarily care too much about what's his name, the the main bad guy in that movie. Um, Corridge. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Um, his character was same, same, same as the last. You know, um, not nah, very, way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very in depth, in my opinion, but I thought um, it was cool that they took him and put him in an alien body. Now I do expect them to make him have a change of heart in the next movie, which I believe is going to happen, and which will make me care more about the character, which right now I do not, and I do not care about the subplot with him and his son. I don't. Uh, Spider isn't interesting to me. Um, I think Spider will be a Kylo Ren type situation where he will come back but he will probably be brainwashed a little bit um and then help the humans and and then help go back and help the aliens um that's what i expect to happen um but i just didn't care too much about it because uh now the only scene i did like about them was the interrogation where he like had to basically manipulate his son um i thought that was great i thought that was really cool but other than that um I didn't feel too much about them, per se. Um, I'm trying to think of other parts. Like, what do you guys think? We can take it to the debate if you want. I'm fine with that. I, I don't really have much else. I thought it was visually stunning, and I thought the VFX were great. That's, but that's it. And your that's your final opinion. 
as my final opinion. Okay. Well, so now that we've all gotten kind of a chance to, you know, speak our piece, uh, it, it, it's time to get down to business and start determining who here has the worst opinion. Um, does anyone immediately have any fights they want to pick with anyone else? Because cause I, I do if no one else does, but I'll give you guys the chance to go I've first. got a little one, but only if nobody else does first. Uh, go no, go ahead. Um, okay, so the comparison of this to Marvel movies. Um, I, I saw this point made very well by someone else so i think that i will um hijack it i think there was a there was a time when james cameron said something like his characters in this movie will blow marvel out of the water and visually he was absolutely right but i don't think a single person in the world would rather see any character in this movie on screen than thanos so i think that i i don't see any reason why the big achievement in vfx has to be a excuse or a saving grace to any of the other shortcomings of the film i think that it is nothing compared to something like uh infinity war or even in game even though i didn't like that one as much um yeah uh, but how many but yeah, movies yeah. do marvel have to build off of and how many do avatar have to build off of? and to jump in there the marvel franchise is based around the idea of these characters they're laid on these foundations of solo movies building to team up movies so you get to thanos and you care about everyone they're going against but yes I, and therefore i would i would argue that um the opening marvel movies back when it was just starting out left me feeling much stronger about the direction that they were going with their characters and everything. I don't think I don't think this is trying to do the same thing. It's not trying to get you to buy into Iron Man, you know? This is this is trying to take you yeah, to but, Pandora. But my, we didn't but have to my buy into Iron is, Man, and that I, was already a great movie. But <laughs> my, my point is, and I, I made this point to you earlier, it's really weird to me how much money these movies make and how little cultural relevance they seem to maintain. Like, no one talks about Jake Sully. No one talks about Quaritch. Nobody talks about Spider except negatively. But you have Thanos, who's literally like a household name in terms of, you know, how often people talk about him and Captain America and Iron Man. The moral code was there. It had a, a great dilemma of morals. No, I would say I would say that the Marvel movies are about characters. And I I think avatar is not about the characters i would say it's about I the mean, world that's where they the go world. wrong and they can make it 50 50 but i don't think you can blame a movie for trying for something it's not because it's not trying to be that you can only blame well, it if, let's, if it's let, failing. okay let's address that let, let's let's say that it's characters and writing are subpar because it's about the world right i was never personally very taken with pandora because i don't know L. i uh that sucks. I know. I. <laughs> that's a bad take. That is. That is a bad. Haven't even heard the reason. Yeah, man. That's what, true. Why are you watching them? Floating. Because floating there islands? were other. That was crazy. There were other other good things about it, other than that. The world is pretty neat. It's just I don't see it as any sort of extremely well developed high fantasy in any way that makes oh. it stand out from any sort of other fictional world except in the in the level of the vfx which is not really an artistic merit i would say that's a technical achievement 
Um, it really kind of bums me out how a lot of the animals are really just blue versions of many animals we have. I don't oh, think that's as creative we, as it could we be. We were talking about this, how there's like there's like a horse and it's like half rhino, half zebra, and that's like their invention of a new animal. It's just combining a bunch of earth animals. It's a little contrived of, in I, a lot of ways. Yeah, we, I think we talked about that, but I, I like it. I like it. I like I like it all. I love Pandora. I think I think it's fun. I think it's colorful. I think it's inviting and it, it's warm and I want to stay there. I think it is all of those things. I just don't think it's profound. Uh, I think it's visually no. cool and I think it's perfectly serviceable for the movie. Jordan, if you're you, trying to jump in. Go yeah, ahead. if you put it against the Lord of the Rings universe, Lord of the Rings wins. I've only seen Fellowship and I didn't think it was spectacular, but that's a conversation that's, oh for God. another yeah. time. That's, another... <laughs> that's, that's a bad take. That's terrible. Wait, I just hey, don't hey. think, I don't Save it for like, later. Um, and, and I said this, the only thing about any of these movies that I thought was actually a pretty profound concept was when they started talking about the whales and talking about how, like their level of emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we kind of talked about that. Something I've thought about that I haven't really seen explored in fiction about how the whales are so smart and therefore they also feel things more strongly than lesser creatures mm -hmm. in terms of intelligence. And I was like, that's really cool. I wonder if they'll explore that. I sure hope they do because they certainly didn't in this movie. That and some of the, like if you pay attention to the art direction and the technology of the human stuff, it interests me a lot more. Like some of the stuff they use and do, especially like I was talking about with their spaceships, that to me is stuff I want to hear more about. I, I, I just don't find the the Navi stuff as intriguing. I find the stuff that they do with the technology in these movies more intriguing. And I'm sure they're not going to expand on it as much because they're the villains. Mm -hmm. And, and it's way less interesting. I would say. I, I don't think it is. I think it's, ex I think it's much more original, much more well done. Um, well, we're going to explore it's, Earth it's stuff. I haven't seen one, before. Jack. We're going to go to earth in the fourth one. You'll, you'll see all right. that. Maybe I'll stick like on that board. Um, no one cares about earth. I care about Earth, and Jack Jack clearly cares about Earth here. I'm sure I'll get to hear more about James Cameron envi James Cameron's environmentalist messages throughout that whole movie. Isn't that what the whole entire series is? About? Isn't that what Avatar is about? It's environmentalism uh, and minority and control, it's, imperialism, and communism, all of those. Yeah, it, deep. It's definitely deep. problematic. I haven't heard that before. Definitely yeah. problematic in some regards, but it it for trying to be. A, a visual masterpiece and i think for trying to be a film that's pushing the tech forward that that they put on hold for so long to invent new technology to showcase this world for what it is and what it's trying to be i i think i think it doesn't get better than this and in sci-fi world great, presentation story story rules all and i don't see i don't see any excuse for subpar deliveries in that area if it's a tech demo that's fine this is definitely not just a tech demo because now i'm invested to see where this series takes us from here because it makes the characters more interesting you get mm -hmm. invested with the family and mm -hmm. it's like yeah i would say that the colonel isn't like incredibly different from the first movie but now he's the entire time i feel like he's hesitant subtly like you can see it in his face like with what he's doing yes the colonel's like, better i'll give you that going like, i'm not gonna internally argue with that. yeah 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 the in when he's when he's about to ride the banshee for the first time and he's like oh yeah it looks yeah. like they they were like okay that was cool there's some internal struggle he's kind of like there. starting to see he's like living yeah like, the he's lifestyle like, i'm becoming the enemy but he's like yo this is like 
I think in his head it seems like it's like, like low key yeah. fun. But this like, is dope. This I, is, is low key yeah. dope. And like, I don't it, understand if the angle is to say this isn't about the characters. It's not a Marvel movie, or if it's to say it is equally as good in that regard. Like, what's the what's the argument? The argument there was just trying to compare what else makes money in the theater right now. Like, say what you will about the characters and. Uh, I mean, it just depends on what Marvel movie you're talking about. If you want to mm-hmm. talk about characters, mm-hmm. and that's you know, we can talk about Ant Man. None 3. of them have amazing writing, like, like top tier, like oh, writing. Iron okay. Man was the shit. I, the original was so good. Okay, true. But I think in I think Infinity Wars got some pretty good writing. I will say, in terms of popcorn movies that are very popular and compete against each other in that way. Like, of being an entertaining, like, big screen movie, which is what they are, Mm -hmm. I would much rather see an Avatar movie to the theater, in my opinion. But I think the thing worth hounding on here is that this is, in every way, an improvement upon the first movie. Um, Yes. It takes all of the characters, Mm -hmm. fleshes them out Mm -hmm. more, it makes the world Mm -hmm. more lived in. I think um, that choosing to make it focus on the kids... You don't you you're kind of just enjoying the ride, but by that third act, you realize that by spending so much time on the kids, you're more invested in all of these characters. And that final battle, I think, is better than the final battle in the first one. I think in absolutely every absolutely not. There's no, one thing that's not better, and no. it is the final battle. No. Absolutely not. It's got so much more emotionally going no. for it. So no, absolutely not. Not, <laughs> not no. even but remotely close. What about close. the sequence when they're about to drown, and then you know? Those, it's been done. Uh, sea creatures light up and light their way out. I thought that was so it beautiful. It was great. Visually. It was that beautiful. was know, a I, brief glimmer on the like turd the of the final day. Deus Ex Machina. Okay, every movie has yes. that. There's only seven stories. I don't need to hear that. It's already no been excuse. done. No, 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 no seven story stuff here. No, 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 no. Nobody is complaining and, about this movie. It's not lazy. It's Nobody is complaining up, about this movie the because they payoff. think that it's entirely unoriginal. It's contrived from the first one. That's the issue. No, I will it's say, better. Everyone I will thinks say, it's better. But I was a... F- no, no. The only way Okay, Jordan, what's up? Don't appeal to the masses. Hang on, Jordan. Go ahead. The only way that it's better is in world building. Ah, it, it went I, so much scope. worse. It went so down in in uh, not acting necessarily um, when it came to Sully and the mom, but everyone else kind of bad. Um, I'd love to, I'd love you to ex- expound upon that. Expound upon that was not great. Tell me, um, tell me in what ways the, the character was better. Tell, it expanded, but I don't think that makes no, it better. Jordan, tell me in I which mean, ways the character development's better in the first one than the second one. It's you get to meet new characters, and I believe. That in the first, the, in the second one, you meet listen, way more new characters. It doesn't. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you meet new characters if they don't have depth to them. All the characters depth. in the second movie have way more depth than the first. Doubt one. it. Doubt it. Now the first, the first one movie. So much better no, no. no. The first one. Give me an example. The development. The first one. Example. Listen. The first one is so much better in, you know, foreign people coming to a new place and treating them terribly. Um, it's better in that aspect. Um, the first one is better in how, you know, people are looked at when it comes to, you know, being native to a land and how they seem like savages and stupid. Um, it was better in the acting. The mother of Natiri was fantastic. Um, the, I think that the competition 
between the love interest. Uh, the, the triangle was great. Uh, Neytiri was fantastic whenever her dad died. I think that was one. Of, that was a better emotional scene than her losing her. No, no, because no, no. You you it, see it the dad. Kind of was, you see the dad Thank like you. three times in there, and they they double down on the emotional payoff of the dad dying by handing the bow yeah, but back. I couldn't tell when, which kid died. That's the real issue. Or no, when, I she, said I said the wrong name when Loak dies. Not I, exactly. You're listen, proving my point. I didn't care because the kid had no emotional depth to him. The father had so much life and had years. He just had bro, him. bro, bro, bro. No, yeah. but but you care about that moment from the perspective of the parents losing a child. Only, only from the perspective of the mother. No, the father, the father Sully didn't give two shits. It felt like ah, and doesn't that open the door for future character development, where he's treating his kids more like soldiers than he is children? And by the end of the movie, the death is the revelation that he's been mismanaging this relationship with his kids the whole time, and that 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 death moment has way more impact than the the dad dying in the first Avatar. You no. guys, you isn't guys it are kind of funny awesome. how all this just comes down to saying I just did not feel it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't feel but it. I, didn't I, feel I it. felt it because of, I don't know, the time we spent with them and, you know, them being captured and ultimately he dies by trying to save uh, the daughters, right, or his sisters, mm -hmm. which I think they were both captured, right, from if I'm remembering that correctly. I thought yeah. that it was heroic. I thought that was good. And I I thought, you know, that worked, that, because of that, that worked, but also because of... uh. Neytiri and Zoe's performance there and then her fury afterwards and then she like you know uses spider as like leverage like threatening to kill him I was like oh shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of rough yeah that I was like okay okay that's great that was, stuff. Like, that was, legit. was, that was uh -huh. legit that's better than yeah, anything was, in like, the final act of the first avatar better than like anything. that is her no, that's her moment in this movie and I, I will say in the first one, I, you felt more, I but you can't. You can't defend your feeling. You know, there's there's nothing to back it up. Go ahead, Justice. Uh, finish. I, I could. No, I think Justice, finish your thing about Natiri, and then we'll let you guys go. Justice, you're saying about Natiri? No, I'm just saying like that was her moment in the movie. I wish she was more in it, but I'm glad that that happened because I was like finally. And then yeah, I don't know. I thought that whole sequence with her was incredibly well done, well acted, well executed, and the story just. On all fronts, I thought it was well done. My, fi okay. my final me, thing, me... my, hang on, I'm going to close off okay, the side of the argument about uh, Avatar 1 being uh, worse. Um, like, the you all of the character development kind of builds somewhere, you know? And it's more, it's more targeted, it feels like. It feels like it knows where it's trying to land more than the first Avatar. Because the first Avatar is trying to juggle so many things that by the end, yeah, there's a payoff, but it I felt underwhelmed by the ending the end battle in that scene is in the first movie's cool um i like killing quaritch i i think it's cool when like he rips him out of the simulator thing that's sick but it's nothing compared to what you feel in the first movie from everything in that battle from the sun dying onwards what they do is like it's an emotional master class the 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 sun they they've been teasing the sun like eclipsing the entire time and it eclipses there's the fire in the background and as the kid has died and then jake hands natiri the bow and she just goes in and then you yeah. get you get to the 
everybody holding each other hostage scene and like you realize that all of the spider uh stuff was going somewhere and the spider and korich arc was going to be manipulated in a way that was going to make the rest of the series interesting it's a great payoff and uh but when jake says like let's get it done when Korich is like you just gonna run or whatever come on i was about ready You're to like, jump on my feet at that scene and then yeah it's too bad they didn't get it done no, he just chokes I him agree. out in a weird no, rip off musically I, of the first one and then we're st- back where we started i agree that it's disappointing that they very didn't poor payoff but, to that fight but character wise we're not where we started we're in a that's way different thing. place than where we started way different places he and that's what you're looking for is a character growing and changing from how they enter the story to exiting it and Korich actually gets character development here we get an antagonist who goes from you know just being the navi hating marine to walking in the shoes and starting to subconsciously piece together what it's like to live as a navi person and yeah but nobody's but nobody's disagreeing that Korich is obviously more developed yes but i'm saying that that more development leads to a more emotional payoff because there's characters that we're to some degree invested in and by the end of it that whole ship scene at the end is just a 10 out of 10 and it doesn't compare to the the mini battle at the end of the first one that's my defense you're right it does not compare even remotely i would love for you guys to go ahead and defend the end of that first movie it's Losing a generational home and heritage and a chieftain over losing a bro kid on a boat. <laughs> that's that's a that's a funny way that's a funny way to put it. I think they're focused on different things. You know, the first movie's about learning to resonate with the community. So I think that emotional payoff of taking something from the community is like powerful in that moment in the first one but the second one's about family and i think family is something that like um is a pretty unit i think it's i know i sound like (laughs) whatever that guy's name is i've never seen one of those movies actually um i don't know it's quite a long-winded way to make a very simple message it's like a furious movie i think i think that like choosing to focus on the family and choosing to focus on these characters leads to not only a more powerful payoff but one that's so much more nuanced and complicated and has so many more layers it feels like the first one is like the pandora origin story and this is the first one of a series with some momentum and some legs to last five movies it 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 dwarfs the ending of the first one i i i i really feel strongly about that but uh, go ahead gang uh, whenever they, you guys are the only people I've whenever, ever heard whenever argue they... the story's better in the first one. No, 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 no. I I think that the story is wider in the second one. I did not feel much of anything watching it though. Um, the so there's a thing that happens. Usually, it happens in sequels. It definitely happened in this sequel. Uh, a really good example that I personally have is the Star Trek reboots. Um, Many people kind of look at them and they're either neck and neck and they're like, oh, I like this one better or I like that one better. Um, And I used to kind of feel that way. But something about the first one, and I I also feel this way about the Lord of the Rings movies very strongly, the level of filmmaking, the tightness of the editing and the music is on another level. And I think it's mostly the editing. The, the final battle in the first movie is almost as perfectly edited as the opening. Um, 
And on top of that, James Horner's music absolutely cannot be beat. I don't know who did the music for this one, but it was nothing compared to the first one. True. Jack, um, Jack, I feel I feel like, and not to cut you off here, I feel like um, in, in the quest of trying to determine who has the worst opinion here, I feel like your opinions are very well thought out and grounded here about why you believe this. And I would like to throw it to Jordan now to start explaining why he thinks the ending of the first one is so much better. Because I am currently leaning towards voting for him. Um, but I need, I need to hear his, his debate cause maybe he can appeal it. And even if I disagree with him, if, if it's a well-founded argument, maybe I won't vote for him, but. Okay. So let's say you wanted to call the second fight better. Um, I would, the only way, the only way you could do that is by putting on the, the fact that the eclipse was a good part of it caused the, uh, the lighting to change and for it to be a more dramatic fight. Um, And I feel like, honestly, it was the same kind of situation as the first movie. We lost a character. Uh, Natiri got angry and killed some people. Um, And yeah, that's, it just felt very similar. Um, It, I, I would have liked some more originality to it. Mm-hmm. to the fight to the fight specifically um now i did like the hostage stuff i thought that was interesting mm-hmm. um now we still had hostage situation in the first movie uh sully's body and his consciousness was stored in a little train thing and so that was our hostage situation Natiri had to de-escalate that with uh, the the bad guy mm-hmm. same situation in the second movie how in what way was it more original and changed um it felt very much like the same fight uh just in a different location with water and on a boat with uh with a eclipse and with some children throughout uh thrown out there um i cared more about sully's body being killed than i did about the the sun dying only because i think sully is a much more thought out character um his acting was better he had better lines uh he was the main character we didn't really get that feeling from some older brother who um had not very much depth to him other than he had a crush on some girl um he fought a little bit he was a protective brother i thought that was cool it was cool um it gave no other serious depth to him like the other two or two kids i think it was two kids uh, so, two or three kids. so you like the first scene because you care a lot about Jake Sully. Um, I think it was better written, and I think that the emotional depth was was more well thought out. Of of Jake um, Sully specifically, of just the entirety of the last fight. If we're comparing the two, um, I think Natiri, um, her acting was better in the first one because of the dad dying. Um, Nah, bro. Natiri's performance. Uh, I I wanna I wanna get her name right. Uh, Zoe Saldana, right? Yeah. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Like her performance. I didn't say in, her. It was bad. Her performance bad. in the second one is is better than the first. And whenever no, the kid I, dies, going on the rampage, that whole end scene is just way more got, charged. All I got was was um, was anger. It felt more like anger. That's all I remember. Versus loss. 
like for some reason it felt like she lost her father more than she lost her son Mm -hmm. and i felt like sully lost more because we see him you know teaching him how to fish um we saw him what a great moment uh, you know you know, right, you know, him, the child being born and Sully holding the baby. Oh, yeah. You're coming back. Um, you're reminding me about all of so that, that, that scene Sully after they had died. more had more depth as a father than Natiri did as a mother. And it just um, it didn't feel as important as her losing a father um, because it seemed like she cared more about her father than the son, to be honest. I... I feel like that's a strong opinion. Um, at this point, I say we should go ahead and move into taking a vote. Um, we'll each go around and pick a person and then uh, make, in as short as possible, our case for why we're voting for that person. Um, again, we're not necessarily voting for whose opinion we disagree with the most, but who seems to have the least thought out opinion and who's got the least substance going on. Um, I'll go ahead and start. I don't, I think I've made it kind of obvious, but I'm voting for Jordan. I, I don't think, uh, his reasoning for why, uh, the end battle, uh, specifically was, um, more emotionally compelling than the second one was, uh, I don't think it was as well thought out, uh, as it could have been. Um, but I could just as easily vote Jack here because you got you and him have very, very similar opinions here. But I would say um, you had the least thought out opinion and the least reasons to defend uh, your thing from from a narrative standpoint. Um, I agree with you uh, a lot about the technological advances of this and a lot of aspects of your opinion. But where it really got me. Um, was the end. Um, I, I, I just I just couldn't... You weren't nearly as convincing as Jack was for why that end battle is uh, better in the first movie um, as I thought Jack was. So from that, I'm going to pass it to Jack and let Jack cast his vote for who he thinks is the worst opinion. I don't know what Jack's going to say. I've got to give it to you, Justice. Um, <laughs> I knew because... Gonna... Because... Um, solely for the reason of you know again you and Jaden had very similar opinions um but i felt like what i felt like a point that you guys agreed on was that this is a movie that's uh a bit weak in the story department but also not very focused on that it's a big technical achievement i get that but i more so Jaden was able to more explain it in a way that made me think that there is actual really good character work. There is actually some good stuff going on here. I just think that the filmmaking of it was much poorer than the first one and editing and music have a lot to do with that. But I kind of more so got the vibe from your point of view that it was really more of a, uh, it was more, it was a mixture of the experience of seeing it in the theater in that format and uh, being enamored with the world and that's great, but I still, like, that still doesn't really do anything to my own criticisms of the movie. I don't think it in any way even attempts to combat them or disprove them. And I felt like, I felt like, uh, Jaden was more so, um, giving me reasons to rethink some of these things in terms of the movie's quality rather than just whether I liked it or not. Um, mm-hmm. 
Who are, Justice, let's let's transition into your vote. I would have to say Jack on this. <laughs> I was ready to take that bullet. Because I think Jordan did a better job of explaining. Um, he actually, like, you know, went into a better job. Jordan did, at least explaining narratively. Which I can under, like, which is, like, I understand his point of view better than I did Jack's. And when, Jack, you're criticizing the spaceship that's coming in and landing and you're like that wouldn't be it's like there's fucking flying like islands like this is not gonna be technically no 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 um, no no a sound uh perfectly sound technologically making sense world it's just like i don't know with the stuff like that i kind of just suspend my disbelief and just try to enjoy the movie jordan jordan what is what's your vote my man and now keep in mind, right now, you have the power to decide it. You you can decide f the first loser of Circle Take. I would vote for you, not because you didn't think out everything. Um, it's mostly because I, I just think we fundamentally disagree. But whenever it comes to whoever had the most, uh, the, the least thought out, answer on everything um i think you and jack did very well at that and i think justice you not that you didn't think it out as much but i just don't think you voiced it as best as you could have so your vote is going to it's going to justice but i Me. think oh. i think you have the worst opinion on it jaden but i think justice has the uh, the least um thought out kind of reasoning Just, behind it. justice how how does it make you mm. feel that you are the the taking the first l on circle take here can't believe it's not me i can't believe it's not <laughs> it's fine i mean it's understandable i have a i liked it but i have a more middling opinion on it and i'm not as passionate as you jaden so i didn't i didn't think oh, i was going to be passionate I, I i thought i was going to lose this actually really? i really did so yeah I ultimately want to move into <laughs> the loser uh, picking the next movie. Meaning um, they won't have the least thought out take to the next. You know episode. what? You know what? Let's let's go ahead. I want to do that, but let's not say it for the sake of upload order. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, say what that movie is going to be right now. But Justice will be picking the next movie that we cover here on Circle Take. Um, oh yeah, Justice. Make it a good hey, one. Okay. Make it a good one. Make it. Oh, I'll pick something. Make it very a bad interesting. One, something that'll have some controversy uh, amongst our our group would be great. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. I can think of something. That's so that's good. Some something to look forward to. Well. All right. Yeah. All right, gang. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in to the first episode of Circle Take. Uh, make sure you tune in next week to find out what Justice picked, to figure out what we're watching, um, and debate along with us online at edibay 3 on Instagram and all social platforms. Follow us uh, to see whose opinion is getting called cut on next. Talk to you next time, guys. Adios, amigos. See ya. See ya.